0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I will be the Iron Golem in this episode, Andrew. With me, our llama who loves to spit on people, Keith. Hello. And our adorable wolf who dies all the time, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was Keith's Pick, which was Minecraft Dungeons. By Microsoft Studios and Mojang Studios. This game is a top-down dungeon crawler, which is very reminiscent to games such as Diablo. And a little bit like Enter the Dungeon. It's kinda of, but Enter the is more of a twin stick shooter. But essentially this game is very much like I said, like a, a light Diablo. It's something that's kind of a nice, easy intro for people who have not quite experienced a game like this. So Keith, since this is your pick, was this a game or a pass? I think it's definitely a game.
1: I think there's a lot to be played here for it. It's no game of the year by any means, but I definitely think it's worth playing. It's a lot of fun.
2: I'm talking between a game and a definite game, <laughs> because it is so simple and kind of basic.
0: Wait, is this your first definite game? No, oh you gosh, asked for that I'm I'm every joking. single I'm time. Just You're joking. the worst. <laughs> uh, you
2: but I just thought it was so addictive. And I was kind of unsure why it was, but I can stop playing this week, so yeah. Game.
0: Yeah, for me this is this is a game. I, I have my issues with it, but it was a lot of fun. It's it's very simple. You don't expect anything too crazy and challenging with it, but
2: And it's small. Yeah. It's a small game.
0: So it's it, it was like a really nice bis-sized portion of a kind of a game. So I liked it a lot. Essentially the story of Minecraft Dungeons is It follows this little illager who ends up keep getting shunned from villages and gets cast aside. And so he ends up wandering and finds this orb called the Orb of Dominance. And so he says, screw you guys, I'm taking over the world and ends up possessing people and anybody who mistreated him. He is basically taking over and burning their villages and capturing them. So what did you guys think of the story?
1: It was a means to an end. It, it existed and it helped give you a reason to do what you're doing, but I don't know. I don't think it was a story.
2: Yeah, much. they didn't really go too into it. I mean, they had the the little cutscene or whatever, and for me, it was just I thought it was just kind of added to the game, but it didn't like. I think it was added to the game, but it wasn't. The game wasn't around it.
0: Yeah, I mean, as Keith said, it was kind of a means to an end. But I had first some pretty serious issues with the story if it wasn't for the ending. So they keep calling him the Arch Illager and how he's evil and is doing all these awful things. But he's also a character of hate. Like they don't explain why other villagers hate him. I'm assuming it's because he's short. So basically he's trying to find a home and people are just abusing him and hate him and keep kicking him out. So he ends up becoming a bully because all he's ever received was hate. And then the entire game is just like, oh, Archillager's evil. You need to beat him. He's the worst. And it's like, well, so is everybody else because everyone mistreated this character. So I at first I had issues with the story. It's like, so are we bullying somebody who's been bullied his entire life? But luckily, the ending kind of saved it. They kind of explained it, like at least like made it nicer. But yeah, I don't know. That was just my issues at first with the story. I
2: accidentally skipped through the ending. So was <laughs> well, he you saw a bad eventually. guy? I don't remember it. Was he a bad guy?
0: He was. So spoiler Originally, alert. I mean, granted, this isn't. It's you're not the story playing this game. The story doesn't
2: matter. Yeah.
0: The heroes beat the archilager, but they spare him and they become friends with him. So, the heroes themselves are aware that the archilager is only evil because he's been mistreated. And so, they try to be friends with him and go into a dance party. So, that's why I was like... like that's okay. real
1: life right there. I know.
0: Yeah. Thank you for tort- torturing and burning down villages. Let's have a dance party. I mean, everything's
1: solved with a dance party, I'm pretty sure. So, it oh, all yeah. adds up, if you ask me.
0: I mean, that's how it felt like it was not Yakuza. A couple times, they uh, solved their fights with just dancing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, the story, like, like, as Keith says, it's a means to an end, especially for when it comes to, like, setting up some of the maps. You know, a fiery forge, like, you needed a map where he's making machinery. Oh, here's a map where he's creating potions. Here's a map where he's capturing villagers. So it was just, like, a way to kind of make some of these maps. Which, what did you guys think of the locations of the game?
1: I thought all of the individual biomes were really cool. I thought... That They were very unique in their design and the traps and all the things you came across. Mostly the enemies were the same, but they varied enough. There seemed to be kind of one unique enemy in every given map. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was all right, but it was Minecraft, so I wasn't expecting much in terms of graphics, I guess.
2: See, I thought the graphics were way better than the original Minecraft. I just like the the look and feel of it. I say that phrase all the time. But yeah, I actually, I thought that they were all pretty different. And I like that a lot of them had different enemies. So right when you're geared up the way that you want it, all of a sudden you're going to a place where it's like maybe primarily archers. And you have to, you know, figure out, oh wait, these artifacts don't work at all. Or this arrow sucks. And I have all these archers. So for me, I, I actually like that they they change up the enemies for the location. And I thought that they all they all look nice.
1: you were nice. <laughs> nice enemies.
0: The locations, even though they all look different, to me, none of them stood out. Like none of them was like, oh yeah, this is my favorite level. I love playing this level. I did have a few I hated though. Man, did I hate the temple. I hated that map. <laughs> I hated the temple and I hated the last level. The temple I hated because there's a billion booby traps, and those things were just annoying. Incredibly annoying.
2: I remember I was playing with you, and I said, Andrew, you should, you should really check your health. And he's like, no, I'm just going to run through. Dies. <laughs> and of course, I mean, the revive in this, you you have to hold A, and he can't crawl towards you or anything. So he ended up, you know, getting us killed. You didn't like that. Then... Oh, sorry.
0: The one time, how many how many times did you get us killed? Never. Babe?
2: How many times did you?
0: <laughs> how many times did you lose your character and run into the enemy mob and die? I ran into the crowds quite a bit.
2: <laughs> and then I was like, "Where am I?" Keep like the mine the most, I think.
1: Yeah, that was my <laughs> issue. Is I we played some of the what is it, redstone mines and well, let's just say there's some cards that run around. Those are your traps. Just stay off the tracks if you don't want to get hit. Or be like me and just disregard it all and run where you want and get hit a lot.
0: Yeah, the minecarts to me like, didn't really cause me any issues. It was just for whatever reason the traps in the temple, I hated. I just hated that map. Because you can wait map.
2: for them, but it's just so tedious. And the maps and are there's like a billion of them. very long. Yes. Especially because, and I have to bring this up early on, because it was my biggest frustration with this game honestly super irritating you cannot pause even though it that says is resume my game yeah. even though it says resume game it does not pause and so if you like missed a guy or maybe you thought that the area was further away than it is that has the next set of monsters like you're gonna die and if like you don't pay attention like you know maybe your maybe your pizza rolls need to come out of the oven you know that's all <laughs> i'm saying
0: priorities
2: and then Also, you can't save, of course. So it's like, if you don't have pause and you don't have save, it just sucks.
0: Well, you kind of save. If you fail midway through a run, like, all the experience and items you gained, you do have. But, like, what you're saying, there's no checkpoint system. And I agree with that. Yeah, like, you can't be halfway through a level and reach a checkpoint and go, cool, I'm going to stop here for now and pick up this level later. That does not exist. You have to complete a run within one run Or you lose.
2: And same with like if your game crashes, which happened to me a couple times, which that hasn't happened to me in a very, very long time with the game. uh, Because this game is also very buggy. I'm not blaming the game for it crashing, but I mean, just in general, it was a nuisance. (laughs)
1: Well, I didn't notice any bugs. That's a whole different conversation. But I will say, yeah, the the lack of save or... Well, as far as the the non-pause pause... I'm fine with it when you're playing online because if you're playing an online game, your friends can join you. I, I think Borderlands does this where if you're in an open lobby, you can't pause the game. But if I'm playing in an offline specifically, no one can join me. I can't invite anyone. I'm cut off from the world. I should be able to pause the game. So I do agree with you in that aspect. And while the levels are oddly too long, I think they're only too long. If you're a completionist and you wanna run through and try and complete things, if you kinda of just go through the level, you're gonna find 20 minutes tops, I feel like is a is a pretty good run for this. So in a lot of ways, I guess it, it kinda of feels like a roguelite style game.
2: I don't think that the runs are too long at the beginning because Andrew taught me that the stuff that you get when you first start playing a game like this, they're not that great. So when you, I mean, obviously you want better things because you do eventually have to beat the final level and you beat that multiple times, but if you really want to look in every nook and cranny the further on in the game.
1: I mean, I think it's a great, I, it, it's one of those things that it's funny because I don't really think about myself. Like I just do by nature, but it's right. And I would agree with that where you want to like, kind of worry about that later, especially a game where you're going to go back to it. Like I, like I said, it, this game kind of has a roguelite type of feel to it for me. You can just quit out if you want to and come back to it. It's fine.
0: So, I mean, I agree with you too, Keith, where you're coming from with the pause, to kind of go back a little bit. There is no excuse why you cannot pause the game if you're offline. Even to... Like, it makes sense to not be able to pause if you're doing online. But, it doesn't really make too much sense with this game because only your friends can join your game. It's not like you're doing random lobbies and random people can join in. So, I feel like even online, if you're by yourself, you should be able to pause. I don't know why this game doesn't have one. And that was so annoying, especially too, like, so this game has couch co-op, which is really nice. I love any game with couch co-op, but it also was very unfortunate when you're playing couch co-op. If one person needs to open their inventory, the other player just has to kind of sit there and wait. And so, and also if you're playing couch co-op, you have to share the same screen, which was also a little irritating, but it also makes sense. It's weird to kind of split a screen up when you have two people sharing the same TV. So if you have the option, if you have two Xboxes in your house, I highly recommend playing online because it does just make things work so much easier. Because yeah. also, too, one person can pause and the other person can defend that player.
1: Yeah, exactly. See, I that's the other thing is is I'm fine with it all being a shared screen, but there needs to be some sort of split action if you're going to do – like when you go into a pause menu – for your inventory, because that's just a waste of time, especially because it doesn't pause the game. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> yeah, you're looking through, like, if you get a new armor, and you're like, this is way better, I want to use this now, because, you know, I'm getting foobard, But you have to go through all your enchantments to figure out which works best for it. So, yeah, the other player's just waiting forever.
0: It at least gives you a good notification if you're being pummeled while you're on the pause screen, though. Does it? I never actually stayed Oh, flashes red?
2: Time. It flashes
0: red, and you actually see your character, like, getting, like, hit and stuff. So, I actually think they did a pretty good job with that.
2: Which, today I was playing it, and I ended up having to turn off the controller vibration. It is very strong sometimes in this game. And I wasn't expecting it. My daughter fell asleep in my arms, I was like, I'll just play a game. Because, you know, I'm just, you know, stuck here. And all of a sudden, like, my hands are shaking, and I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) So yeah, um, so going back a little bit, talking about upgrading our things, there's money in the game that you can collect and you can use that to buy artifacts and gear at the base camp. And for me, I absolutely hated the artifact guy because he always gave me the same crap I didn't want over and over and over again. It's not random. I'm just saying it's not random.
0: This is probably one of my biggest complaints about this game. So when you think of Minecraft... The two things I feel like almost anybody thinks of is crafting and gathering, and there is none in this game, and I thought that was the biggest miss. This game looks like Minecraft, but I did not think it felt like Minecraft, because I, I want to be able to craft something. You have this camp, and it kind of changes a little bit as you're progressing, but you're not doing anything. Like, to do that, like, so there's two shopkeepers. There's an artifact shopkeeper and a, and a uh, weapon armor shopkeeper. And what they give you is random. It depends on your level. And I hated that aspect. It would have been nice if I'm collecting some materials and I could at least try to craft a little bit what I want. So, like, if you're going to the armor guy, you may you may want armor, but he gives you a bow. And it's like, well, I don't need a bow. So it would be nice if there was a way to kind of be like, I want this type of bow, but it's still kind of random.
2: Well, I realized later on that, and it took me a really long time to figure this out, which is kind of sad, but you can look at the different levels and it'll tell you what you'll get. Sometimes the pictures are so small, like there's some armors that look the same. There's a specific armor that I wanted that was more advanced, so I would go there and just play like a harder difficulty to get it, but then sometimes... It would only have two enchantment slots, even though it was supposedly better. Yeah. So I mean crafting with that would be way better. Like finding the materials for a particular enchantment. And that way I don't have to, you know, pick something that I don't want.
0: Yeah, or like if you there was another person that did you did random enchantments. Because as you yes. just said, Liz, like we be in the end game. We're on the hardest difficulty. We're still getting items that only have one or two enchantment options. Like it'd be nice if there was a guy who's like, hey. Pimp me 50 emeralds and I'll add a third enchantment slot. Or if you don't like the options you have, I'll re-roll them and maybe you'll get something better.
2: Well, also, your power is dictated by your gear. And so it, they might give you an armor that's 99, but it doesn't work for you at all. So your power level is supposedly like higher. And Same with like bows, like, you get like a really weak bow that doesn't really have the best enchantments. And for some reason, it's a higher level bow. So you're really not that powerful. It's kind of weird how that works. It
1: is. Well, Well, the power level is all based on the base damage of the weapon, right? Or It's based on its
0: DPS.
1: Okay. So, so that... I mean, I guess that's where you would get that as far as the difference in um. Well, it works for armor, higher.
0: too.
1: Yeah, but I think the biggest thing is, is just, yeah, allow the shopkeeper to say, at least give me a, a set of three options. You have three slots and you have you know you have your melee you have your armor and you have your your bow let me at least choose which type of item i want i don't care if everything else is random the same at least give me that little bit of variance because i can you know my other slot for the artifacts that's all one slot none of them are different so you roll from the same character and you get all the same stuff it's just that was the point you made that i agree with the most is it's frustrating when you want a bow but you just keep getting armor i don't care
2: well same with like me there's so many different types of melee i felt like i was getting all of the i don't even know what to call them they they're like gloves
0: fists yeah, yeah They're, just yeah, called they're- gauntlets
2: yeah i was getting all of the uh um, really fast weak weapons but i i still am not convinced that it's random like andrew you saw the artifacts i was getting i got yeah. the shock one 50 times you also got
0: boots of speed a lot <laughs>
2: yeah no there's no way
0: and then that my first try, it I got the llama. <laughs> you were so bad.
2: Well, I had gotten the llama before, but I didn't realize that it created the llama. So yeah. I just got rid of it. I was like, "Oh, this looks stupid." And then I wanted the it. Same it took thing. It forever.
0: <laughs> That's right. you read items description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I do like the simplicity of the items that there's there's only a melee weapon, armor, and bow. Like this game cuts out a lot of just like RPG kind of elements. It, makes, it just makes things very simple. Like in this game, you are leveling up, but leveling does nothing. The only thing leveling up does is it gives you enchantment point in which you use the points to make your weapons do unique things. But it does not improve your stats. It doesn't make you stronger. It doesn't give you more health. It's It literally just gives you points. So the main thing you want is better gear. And I do like that simplicity of it.
2: So I was really curious with you guys, if you guys had a particular style that you like to play. And what I mean by that is... For instance, the artifacts and weapons, some of them geared towards souls. So like especially the artifacts, you could collect souls from the people that you were killing and then it would use the, the power from that. Or maybe you were just like clunky swords and and like just super hard arrows. Like, So I was just wondering what you guys geared towards.
0: I normally liked kind of heavy hitting things because if you got certain enchantments for it, like if you did the hammer, which is super slow but does a huge splash and has a really strong hit... If you get the enchantment like Echo on it, it basically does two hits right away super quick. And I found that to be very devastating, especially late game.
2: And if you got gravity pulls and pulled everyone together. Yeah, if you
0: pulled everyone together, you could instantly just kind of clear out the area. So I felt like that was my choice late game, but early game, I loved fast things. If you could do fast with Radiance, which was a 20% chance it would cause like a healing ring to appear. If you're using a fast weapon with that... I was like always I was always full health because I was just constantly going off because I was swinging so fast. So, it depended on my mood, but like I said, late game I preferred taking out large groups of enemies at once, so I prefer the hammer.
2: What about you, Keith?
1: So, I liked the big group enemy approach, but I actually ended up found my but I found myself using the harvester as an artifact. I don't know if you use that one very much. I did it
0: first. What's that one again? It's one where you oh, collect souls and it explodes. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so I actually got one of the soul armors, which collects souls even quicker, and it ha- so it has that effect, which I also had an added effect where I gained a stacking speed boost for every soul that I absorbed, so I could just tear through levels pretty quickly, actually, and just run into a big group, blast them all with a harvester, take a couple swings, get my souls back, and be on my way. So I found that to be a pretty fun approach.
2: See, I sucked at the the souls aspect because I didn't really pay attention to the gauge. And I was just like, yeah, I don't feel like using this. But I like the heavy hitters, like the medium bows, like the medium hit bows. But I mostly relied on artifacts. So the iron golem, which is amazing, which you can only get from a certain level, which I found out. So I was really aiming for that one. The horn, a healing one, and then the shielding totem. But I love the, um, this is an enchantment. When you, do the, when you get below 25%, all your artifacts have um, zero cooldown. So they all just come up at once. That saved me so many times.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, little tip, if anyone's looking for the Iron Golem to get that achievement, you have to be on at least Adventure difficulty, which is the second difficulty. And you only get the Iron Golem by playing Pumpkin Pastures. And it's a random drop at the end of the level. So me and Liz kept playing that level for a little bit till we finally got that achievement. Uh, artifact but
2: and it's amazing yeah
0: that is one thing i
1: do i got really lucky then because i only beat pumpkin pastures because i had the achievement to get it and i realized that that was the one i hadn't beat so i finally did and i guess i got it on my first drop oh wow yeah that
2: is lucky for me that on the back i had to play that level i was getting real sick of that level
0: i will say i at least didn't mind like playing pumpkin pastures over and over again because now that I think about it, Pumpkin Pastures was probably one of my favorite levels to actually play. Because it was like a fall type level. I thought the aesthetic of it was pretty nice. I thought the enemies were a lot simpler than that one. I didn't think you were fighting some really annoying people. And then in the end, you kind of fight in this nice little village with all these nice little homes. And I mean, who doesn't like to stay in a nice little home?
1: I know I love it.
0: As I say, there's no place like home. And there's no more comfortable place to get your health checked than in your own home. Let me introduce you to our sponsor, episode Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. Are you looking to improve your male hormone health? With Let's Get Checked, you can do a simple at-home test, that will help give you a complete picture of your hormonal health in five days. Did you know that in the last 40 years, healthy sperm count have dropped by 50% globally? Hormonal imbalance and reduced levels of testosterone are becoming a huge concern for men these days. Male hormones are important for a number of different functions, such as sperm production, maintaining a healthy sex drive, and maintaining muscle strength and mass. Some of the main symptoms of hormonal imbalance include low energy or fatigue, erectile dysfunction, low sex drive or libido, infertility, anxiety, Depression, bloating, and headaches. So, how does this procedure work? Well, Order your test online, your test will be delivered straight to your door. You just have to self-collect your blood sample from the tip of your finger, mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in the prepaid label, and receive support and guidance from the Let's Get Checked medical team who are available 24-7 to offer you the personalized advice you need to know your hormonal health. This week, Let's Get Checked wants to invite you to join their community with a 20% discount code GRABBAG20. It's good to know about your health. And that 20% code is also available for the many other test kits that are available on their website. So that's letsgetchecked.com. But getting back to the items real quick, you actually, this is another thing I really do praise about this game. So normally when you play a dungeon crawler, the first thing you do is pick your character. And of course you always have this diverse selection of classes. And that is always the hardest difficulty thing to do. Cause it's like, ah, oh, I think my friend might play a tank or he might play a healer. I'm not sure. And then when you finally get online with all your friends, y'all realize y'all picked the archer. And it's like, well, this sucks. So the nice thing about this game is there are no classes. There are some, like, hero skins you can pick, but I didn't see any purpose of that because you're wearing armor the entire time, so you can't really see your character. But you basically play your character the way you want to play. If you want to play the archer, like, you can pick your artifacts that really complement your arrows. Like, for me, I always loved loved using the Torment arrows. You would, um, it costs souls. You would get three arrows. These arrows would basically just sweep through. And take out and push back enemies. And it was fantastic. Especially if you had an arrow that did multi-shot. But that's what I kind of liked about this game. Is where you could kind of create and play your class the way you wanted to. I will say kind of though. Because the one thing I hated. Especially if you wanted to play an archer. You only have a limited number of arrows. And arrows did not drop a lot. There was sometimes we'd go through like an entire run and we would only get arrows at the supply bins.
2: But in all fairness, there is armor that makes it so that you drop arrows. You can get the infinity um, enchantment on certain bows that make it so that you have a chance of replenishing a bow once you use it. So if you get the right things to go with it, it can work for you very well. I mean, I know there was one time you had a bow and you kept getting up to like 400 bows. Like it was awesome. Yeah. But I mean... And then you get a bow. That's, I get to
0: four hundred arrows, not four hundred bows.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, 400, <laughs> 400 bows. <laughs> they knew what I was talking about. But then the, the thing Did that stinks think? is that later on in the run, you might find a bow that's like ten levels above that, and you're like, and then you switch and you you salvage it to get the enchantment points back, and then you start using it, and you're like, crap, this sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I only had really one bow that I ever liked truly in the game and it you saw it it was that rapid fire one yep that was just a i actually got that machine and
0: it that was amazing was a ton of fun it was it's,
1: a, it's just a little minigun but it also returned arrows at a rate of like 48 percent per shot so yeah it was a full-blown minigun and it was so much fun to play with i so I, I actually did try playing this game with my girlfriend's son he's seven going on eight and he loves minecraft so I thought we'd play this. He really liked the game for the most part, I will say. But the bow or the arrows was what got him. He just liked shooting the arrow. And we couldn't find enough of them and he kept running out and he got frustrated. So fix that.
0: Yeah. They need a better system of like dropping arrows. Yeah,
1: I, I I absolutely think so. Because you said it earlier, this game's a Diablo light, and I I actually went and recommended it to a friend from work who has kids because if you like playing Diablo, but you just can't play it anymore i guess cuz you know you can't play with kids or you want to introduce them to the games like this it's a great introduction
2: i have a question though in the game isn't it i have a question in the game doesn't it make it so that you can't play it too easy as well cuz i know especially like in the apocalypse levels like when you go for the final boss like all the the easier levels you can't play it's gray is that like that for all the levels i played this so much that i should know that but I think that they do have a cutoff for easy. Yeah, if,
0: you're, if your power score is, I think, like 20 points above, it cuts you off. Like, it won't just let you, like, farm that level for an artifact just to kind of get it.
2: But at the same time, you only get the level artifact for the level um, that you are. Yeah. So, for, I mean, like, so if you're playing a level 50, you're not going to get, like, a level, level 70.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's what's nice about it is there's no reason that you're going to personally just go back and play it. But if you do want to play with someone who's just starting out, you can join their game and you can go back and do it. Like Andrew joined in where you guys were, I think, almost level 60 and I was a level 30 or something. And he was just, you know, ripping through every enemy in my in my dungeon.
2: Oh, so, true. Yeah, it's, it's
1: so pretty... he, while he can't fire it up, it at least doesn't block him from being able to play with me, which is nice as well.
0: So, another thing I want to ask you guys, I don't know if you guys ever figured it out, again, about the items. I did not understand the rarity of items. So, you normally had gray items, which were considered common. You would have green that were rare. And then you would have orange, which were unique. I understood the unique. Unique items basically had a fourth enchantment. Like, the gun would naturally have an enchantment that you couldn't pick. So, it would say, like, oh, it replenishes arrows or... This armor has better protection. Like, it would have an extra enchantment on it. But I never understood why an item was rare. Like, it was was greed. Because I didn't notice anything special about it. It's not like it had extra health. Especially when it came to the artifacts. Whenever the artifacts were improved in power, it was super minimal. And I didn't quite get why there was, like, this gear score with some of the artifacts. Like, Liz would have a Windhorn that was level 40. And it would push people away six blocks. And then she would get a wind horn that did that was a level ninety and it said it pushed people away six point five blocks. And it was like it was such a minimal gap. And I just didn't understand kind of how the gear score or the rarity of items why why it mattered.
2: I mean the rarity of items sometimes I noticed in artifacts that it was a little bit better, but not substantially that it really mattered. Especially like I got one for the Windhorn and I got so many windhorns that I, I didn't matter i was never in need of a higher windhorn
1: just said windhorn a lot <laughs> sorry
0: sorry did that offend you I is,
2: will is say that like it a again word for, you? for the rest of just, the episode just
1: between the two of you there was just a lot of windhorn talk I don't, there's nothing wrong with it just something i never thought I'd hear people say that much uh but yeah i agree with you The 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 scoring in the power score or whatever it was didn't really make all that much sense I didn't actually think about the difference between the common and the rare versus unique. But now that I am, I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. I just went with a higher power power score and that's what I ended what up looking at better. Uh, enchantments. That's basically what I ran on.
0: Yeah. I just thought it was a little bit weird. Like to me, that was a little too simple. I felt like it should have been kind of nice to kind of make things a little more unique with that. Cause it was nice finding these unique items, but it's just, they wouldn't be that good sometimes. So I thought, I don't know, the item rarity, I thought was just a little weird in this game.
2: Oh, I should also say one more quick thing with gameplay. I This is probably like a noob thing, but it frustrated me that whenever I'd want to switch an item in the middle of a fight or something, I have to wait for the cooldown. And I understand why they do it and it makes sense to me, but I forgot that so many times. Like I'd be like, oh, let's try out this new artifact. And I'll be like, Crap! That did nothing, and then I'd quickly try to switch. So people are firing at me, and then of course I would f- forget to put up my shields, and then I'd realize I couldn't do it with the cooldown. I don't, I don't know. Did you guys do that a lot?
1: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there was a couple times where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna switch after a fight. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna switch some of my stuff up. Oh, I have cooldowns. I gotta wait for it.
2: Well, I that was it.
0: But it was never in the middle of a fight.
2: I found such a good combination of artifacts. That when I got a new one to try, if it didn't work for me, like, I immediately wanted to switch back. Like, I had definitely had, like, my tried and true.
1: See, so that's my question, actually. I, this game, yes, it climbs in difficulty over time, and parts of it are difficult. But at any point, I never felt like it was that hard. I don't know. Is, is this just me?
2: Were you playing higher difficulties? Because I feel like the difficulty that... Usually there's a bar, and... I was always in the middle. Like, there was a level that would be, like, a little bit below me, a little bit above me. So, if I went one extra further, I felt like it was, like, a good challenge.
0: Yeah, I always did one difficulty above were the recommended.
2: I didn't until you pointed out that the artifact level changes. And I was like, oh, I want a better gear and artifacts and stuff. So that's why I started playing harder ones. And of course it doesn't matter if you die because like you said earlier, you get to keep all the stuff that you get in the level. So I was just trying to play harder difficulties.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just I think I just played a different strategy. I I will say I did a couple times boost the difficulty, but all in all I've really just stayed on what I had cuz even if I did get like good gear <clears throat> or new gear, I rarely changed it out cuz I ran so much of my gear on the enchantments that I wanted that I just, I didn't switch out weapons for power score as much as I did for what they would give me. So in the big picture, I didn't change out my items all that often. So for me, I didn't feel like I needed to go to a higher difficulty to, to worry about getting better.
2: Well, um,
1: if that makes sense.
2: Cause you thought it was a bit on the easier side. Were there any enemies that you thought were really hard?
1: As far as enemies know, the bosses, the Redstone boss, just absolutely stunk. Just stunk out loud and I hated it. Yes.
0: So there are mini bosses and main bosses in this game.
1: Oh yeah, the Enderman mini boss was really annoying.
0: So the mini bosses, for the most part, didn't bother me too much. You have the Evoker, the Enderman, and the Redstone Golem. The Redstone (laughs) Golem was really obnoxious, but the Enderman I didn't have too much issues with. And the Evoker wasn't too bad either. So the mini-bosses, I didn't mind. You're interacting with every once in a while. And you're also coming across what's known as enchanted enemies. And Diablo, they're known as, like, elites. Where they look like regular enemies, but they have special perks to them. Such as double damage, doing a fire trail wherever they walk, or heal an ally. Something random like that. So you fight these things. And the thing that was frustrating about fighting these monsters... Whenever you played a game like Diablo, if you fought them, you knew you were getting something special. They would always drop good loot. But in this game, I felt loot was pretty rare. A lot of times I'd kill them, you'd maybe get like five emeralds, and that was it. And I felt like that was so disappointing. So I was really disappointed in the mini-bosses. And as far as the final bosses, I I hated almost all the final bosses.
2: There were a lot of cheats, though, which I, I noticed. So for instance there's a boss that you're fighting and you can use pillars that you know have streams of fire there's, like, lava pools in one that you can kind of, like, dance around the golem. There's another one where he's shooting different enemies at you, but you can actually leave the area. I think that's a mini-boss. No,
0: he was the final boss oh, the he Cauldron. Was the final boss. I hated him.
2: And you could go back, wait for all your artifacts to boot back up, and then go in extra strong. So for me, like, I would just, like, go back and forth if I was about to die. So I thought that there were little cheats for every every boss. Except for the last one. The last one was real hard in the Apocalypse level.
0: See, for me, why I I hated the bosses so badly... So, when you're playing a game like Diablo, with Diablo 3, I thought they did a fantastic job with their bosses. A lot of them had, you know, obvious signals as to what attacks they're going to do. In Minecraft Dungeons, all the enemies, they always followed a repeat of what their attacks was. So, summon enemies, cause a fire pit shoot a laser, summon enemies, cause a fire pit. Like it's always like a same repeating of tasks and it, they never deviate from that. So it really wasn't too much of like, as I like to say, like a dance where you're fighting the enemy. And either way, you can't even really dance with the bosses because you have such a limited number of arrows that you almost always have to just go in and use melee to fight these bosses. And if you're using melee to fight these bosses, a lot of them take you out on like one or two hits. And so that's why to me the boss fights were so frustrating because it's like, I have to go with my sword, but I die right away.
2: See, I would always monitor my arrows. I would always save them. And that's why with the iron golem, I'd always have something that used gravity pull. I would do gravity pull, get all the enemies, send in my golem, and then start swinging behind him if I was running low on arrows. So I was always keeping track of that because for the bosses, I always needed them.
0: But it was like difficult on the bosses, like we said, like the cauldron, where it's summoning, summoning a bunch of little monsters if you're sending your golem, your golem is just going to start swinging the random little monsters. And then if you try to go to the cauldron, the cauldron shoots a bunch of fire everywhere. And then it's like you can't really get into melee range well, with the cauldron. It
2: stinks. If you get really close to him, the golem will attack the main guy and keep attacking him. But yeah, you do kind of have to throw yourself into the fire.
0: And then big issue was the final boss. The final boss, oh, the ha- when you go in to do melee, he shoots a bunch of little flaming balls, but then shoots these giant laser beams... And on the hardest difficulty, if they touch you once, you're instantly dead. So, there was
2: a couple times, too, where, because I had the shield that it can't penetrate. Every once in a while, it would. Yeah. And it would really irritate me. You pointed out one time that he appeared in the sh- in, in it. So, like, I understand why he was able to hit me. But there are a couple times that it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I didn't die, so I wasn't too mad. But, yeah, that was really frustrating.
0: So, for me, I hated the bosses in this game.
2: And you have to beat them over and over again. Yep. Because the game is so small, and you're just constantly... You have to replay this game a couple times.
0: Yeah, nothing's worse than doing 40 minutes of a level, getting to the boss, and just dying in like a stupid way. And it's like, well, that sucks. I have to do that all over again.
2: First time I beat him, I had barely any health whatsoever. He had a sliver, and I was like, if I fail this again, I'm going to be so mad.
0: (laughs) And also speaking of bosses, the other thing that really, 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 really irritated me about this game is... The controls. So overall, the controls I thought in the game were fine. It's even nice, too, on the settings. You can even customize how your controller layout is set.
2: Except the one thing that bothered you. The one thing that bothered me
0: (laughs) is melee and interact are the same button. Like, they're the same thing. Like, it's not like it was two different options. Because I was like, oh, I would love to make my interact right bumper. Because I don't use my right bumper at all. So I would love to make my interact right bumper and my melee A. But no, they made melee slash interact one thing. And when you're fighting a boss with your partner, as I am with Liz a lot, if one of you dies, your character will stop swinging, but instead start reviving because you're on top of your partner's body and interact as the same button as Melee. And so as you're hitting A, you're sometimes hitting, but then also reviving, then hitting and reviving. So it essentially like stuns your character as you're trying to pick up your teammate. We died so many times because of that. And I it irritated me so badly.
2: I will say it's helpful when you're playing by yourself and you're... For instance, if you kill the pig, it has, like, a chest on it, and you're fighting a bunch of enemies, you can collect that, because there's nothing worse than, like, a a shield or or a weapon coming out and then dying before you can get it. So it's kind of nice that you're just swinging and grabbing, but yeah, I completely agree with you.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I didn't find much issue with it as far as, I don't know, everything I interacted with was generally positive interaction, I guess, but I didn't... I only played that little bit with you guys as far as playing with someone online or really playing all that much. So yeah, I didn't really think about that with the with the whole having to revive people thing and being interact. That would be annoying.
0: Yeah, and I thought the revive aspect to how they did this game was a little bit odd. So if a teammate goes down, you have thirty seconds, the it the map becomes dark. Like it becomes night out. And if you play Minecraft, you know what happens when night comes out. Monsters start spawning and they start coming out and start attacking you. So there's a timer saying 30 seconds until darkness hurts you. Once that 30 seconds goes up, like these night creatures will start swooping in and attacking your characters until essentially you all die or you're able to revive everyone. As soon as everyone is revived, night stops, the timer cancels and everything's perfectly fine. But I thought that was kind of weird how they put this restriction where it's like you have 30 seconds. If you don't get your teammate up, everyone's going to wipe. I guess it makes sense if you're playing online and you have one dingus teammate that just keeps wandering off of their own and dying and they're not staking with everyone. So it's like, crap, now we're all going to wipe because Timmy here died by traps and he's all the way across the map and we can't revive him. I think
2: you said die by traps and you're the one. Oh, because I knew it would be me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so like it kind of made sense, but it was also kind of irritating because you're already fighting people. So, if one of us dies, we're trying to clear out the area, but more monsters are spawning, and you're trying to revive me, and a spider's sitting there smacking you. And so it's sometimes really annoying.
1: I get it. It was annoying trying to revive me when I was playing on <laughs> a power level 40 levels above me. You kept, well, no,
0: no, no. You kept dying because you kept getting hit by minecarts. You weren't getting killed from enemies. You just had to avoid the minecarts.
2: Um,
1: yeah, but I was really good at taking care of the sheep for you guys, so never forget. <laughs>
2: There is an achievement for getting consumables, so. But one thing I do
0: love about this game, I will say, so a positive thing I'll say about this game, there's a lot of kind of secrets, like there's some hidden levels, and actually in every level there's a hidden rune, and if you find all the runes, there is a secret level, and the secret level is hilarious, because it is an homage to Diablo 2. If anyone's played Diablo 2, you probably know of the secret level that is in Diablo 2, so I don't really want to spoil it for you cuz it is it's really cheeky and kind of funny i didn't know that yeah do you know what i'm referencing keith yeah i do yeah i don't know
1: how i didn't know that
0: so yeah i i actually got to play it and it's it's fun it's more funny like there wasn't anything too crazy about it there's two new monsters in it but it did seem like it was dropping me a ton of crazy awesome loot so it's not like it was a fun level to farm i think it was just like a nice homage
1: I was gonna, that was going to be my next question, because that always was a very good farming level. But any <laughs> or should I say any moves? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess it works that way. But Liz, you were mentioning before at the beginning, uh, me and you have encountered a good amount of bugs with this game.
2: Yeah, especially with the Iron Golem. He would just spawn in fours. He would, Characters would get stuck. Not the characters that we were playing, but I saw a lot of monsters getting stuck. Um, I can't even think of them all, but it happened a lot.
0: I had it happen a little bit with the Golem, but for me it was the Llama. Almost every time I was summoning the Llama, it was just falling through the map. And it would just keep falling through the map. And to me, the Llama was the most glitchy. But yeah, there was a handful of times where enemies would like be falling off a cliff but would actually be stuck on like an invisible ledge and be just down there and it's like, okay, well.
2: And sometimes you have to clear all the enemies so I would be shooting at them and I, I took me forever to actually kill them because it'd be like certain ledges you can't shoot from and yeah, it was, a, it was a pain.
0: Yeah, there was a couple times my character actually clipped through the wall or the world and actually ended up falling randomly. I don't know why it would happen.
2: There's a lot more. I can't think of them either because it, it was just so frequent.
0: I mean, I, t- I kind of the, the ones where they're
1: getting stuck on a ledge is one thing, but if they're walking around corners and getting stuck on it, I just took that as bad pathing, not necessarily a bug.
2: Oh, that that's I, different,
0: yeah.
1: But I also, I didn't use also, sorry, the the artifacts of the, the pets a lot. I just didn't find the pets very useful in general, so I kind of skipped them.
0: So as far as the bugs, like, there was some, but at least for me, none of them were too game-breaking. Like, me and Liz, we had a crash on us once or twice. I don't know if that's more of our Xbox or the game, but...
2: I think it's more of the game because that hasn't happened to me in a very, very, very long time.
0: It's possible. But yeah, like we said, luckily, nothing was too game-breaking. And then, of course, last but not least, another great thing about this game is, of course, the achievements. I Overall, I think I would recommend this for Achievement Hunters. This game isn't too very long. To beat it on normal, I think it took like maybe four to five hours. And then when you play on Adventure, it'll probably add like another six hours because it takes a little bit longer to farm. And then the apocalypse difficulty was probably, like, another five hours. So you're maybe looking at a total of 20 hours in this game. And me and Liz, we both got 1,000.
2: And I also nice. think, too, that they they can make it kind of easy. So, for instance, there's one that seems like it would be tedious. You have to eat 200 consumables, I believe. But you can put armor on and put an enchantment, obviously only certain armors have it, but there's an enchantment that you can drop three consumables every time you use a healing potion. And you just use that for a little while until you get the achievement and... Bada bing, bada boom.
0: Yeah. You have achievement for just beating it on normal. Some achievements you have for uh, equipping certain gear.
2: Uh, The three animals. Yeah. Although a golem is an animal, I guess. So the iron golem. Companion, the I think they described yeah.
0: it as. But yeah, so this game, I think, does a really good job at feeding you a good amount of achievements. But it's very obtainable to a thousand in this game.
2: What would you get, Keith?
1: Uh, I think I ended up at 17 of 24. I don't know what the score was exactly, but I think somewhere in like 650-ish, if I were to bet. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and, and that's going halfway through Adventure. I think you can easily get to 900 without getting all the way through Apocalypse uh, if you have people to play with because you do need to be able to do the one to revive uh, teammates. That's the one I still don't have. Oh, that's
0: true.
2: You should have played with it, me more.
1: <laughs> I don't know. This is one of the few games where you guys far out-leveled me. Well, where Liz far out-leveled me, I should say. But... Yeah, you can, you can get a ton out of it. The only thing that's kind of disappointing, I think, is that, like you said, there's so many hidden things that they could have made achievements out of and kind of doubled the value of. But at the same token, I like that it's as deep as you want it to be if you want to really get into all that stuff or just play for the achievements. Getting done.
2: I said that same thing to Andrew that I was like, oh I wish some of these were like secret achievements, but then I was also just really happy that I thousanded it. So and I thought they were fun to get. Like I actually enjoyed it. And if I could do it, anybody listening could do it.
0: Yeah. So getting to our final thoughts, Keith, what did you think of Minecraft Dungeons?
1: I think it was Diablo Light and I think it was a lot of fun. I I genuinely really enjoyed every time I was playing it. I think if I got all the achievements to it, I don't know much more. I'd really find value in playing with it other than playing with a friend who you know maybe isn't that into video games and wants to get into something. I think it's a good it's just a really good opening game for that aspect. I think I'd give it like a seventy nine I don't know i I don't like giving scores. I hate that aspect <laughs> of it. I just use my words, not my numbers. <laughs>
0: It's funny you say 79. Originally, I was like, yeah, oh, maybe 78. But no. So for me, I really enjoyed this game. I thought it was a lot of fun. I obviously had some issues with it. It is very simple. I love to just the couch co-op of it. And this is a game that I think just anybody of any skill level can really kind of pick up. And I think that's why Liz was having so much fun with it. Because it's not too hard. There's not a ton of tutorials it's it is just simple fun to kind of sit on a couch and play with your friends with this game. You can have up to four players, which is a lot of fun and, and really good. I liked the look of Minecraft, but I really missed the feel of Minecraft. You know, they did a good job with the graphics, they did a great job with the music. Like, there's a good amount of songs that you've heard in Minecraft in this game. But I really just missed crafting and building in this game. It would have really been nice to upgrade my camp or maybe craft some new armor, just do something with just the blocks. I mean, that's what makes Minecraft Minecraft. It's essentially Legos, but they don't have it in this game. So I had a lot of fun with it. And so I would recommend this for just about anyone. I'll give it an 80.
2: I was going to tour between 80 and 83. I think oh, this is another episode where you guys talked me down a little bit. I'm going to give it an 80. And, and that's not a bad score. It's a game that if you've had a long day and you don't really want to get too involved in something, it's just some fun that you can turn off whenever you want. And uh, yeah, I really liked it. Looking at Metacritic.
0: (laughs) This is the closest we've ever been in score with each other. I
2: know.
1: Well, at least not without being like a full-blown, like, operencia. I think it was just like an outright high score for us or a couple other games. But this is like one mediocre game that, yeah, we're off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which we're actually really close to Metacritic, too. 75 for critics and 8.1 for users. And I actually kind of figured the score would be a little bit higher for users, Um I feel like Minecraft actually has a lot of fans. And they talked about Diablo a lot, comparing it to that. Somebody mentioned crafting would be cool with the game. And then somebody said there wasn't replayability. So they played through it once. And That's false.
0: Like, this game is all about replayability. I agree,
2: <laughs> but they did not. But yeah, so we're, we're right there with them too.
0: Ah. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us this week. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at firebirds 01952. Uh, you could also follow us as a group on Facebook at Game grabbag We are – or you can write us an email at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We are on all the things all over the place. Please follow us, like us, give us reviews. We'd appreciate it. We love you all. But if not, I don't know. That's cool. We'll live. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Keith, say bye to everyone. I'm
1: Keith. Words and stuff. Bye.
2: And I'm Liz Noob, gamertag, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, noob is And I just want to say that for such a simple game, this is actually running pretty long. I thought it was going to be super quick.
0: You know what? People like long episodes sometimes. Do they? Not Let us all. know. <laughs> but uh, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you're all staying safe, safe out there. And we'll see you next
1: week. bye guys.